Hey guys, welcome back to episode uh, 34 of The Groove, and today I'm here with a very special set of guests all the way from Lowell, Massachusetts, correct? Yeah. Uh, the PAs, uh, please introduce yourselves. I'm Brad, I'm the bass player, and I used to be the synth player. I'm, I'm Ellis, I'm the guitarist and vocalist. Awesome. Well, thank you guys for doing this. We're on Skype, obviously, because Massachusetts is pretty far. Um, But um, I wanted to ask you guys, where did the name the PAs come from? I knew this was coming. Um, That's a good question. Pennsylvania. Yeah, it was was actually named after Pennsylvania. Oh, okay. Why Pennsylvania? (laughs) Uh, Because... I'm actually originally from Pennsylvania. <laughs> okay, nice. <laughs> um, so you guys have like a lot of lore behind your band and everything. Um, I did read the little lore booklet on your Instagram and it's like awesome. But if you guys could go into more depth about your lore behind your band, I would love for you guys to do that. <laughs> How long is this radio show? <laughs> um, <laughs> we have an hour, but we can go over. <laughs> okay, so basically our lore like so we write the lore and then we write the music and we kind of write them like with each other bouncing off of each other um it kind of starts um with the first record um being about this like kingdom of orcs um and then the the second rec and also like a kind of about like a king the king of the orcs um and then the second record is about the destruction of said kingdom. Um, And then the third record um, we put out last year is about um, the orcs building a new city and um, their story. Mm -hmm. Um, They kind of like inhabit this mountain. And then the the latest EP is about um, it's like a mini story kind of and it's setting up for the fourth record oh cool i'm very excited um so how you guys at all of your shows you have um six eyes drawn on your face is that a part of the lore or yeah yeah um so the orcs um i kind of chose orcs because they're just kind of like fun to draw they're like kind of mm-hmm. these dusty things um but I like to draw them with six eyes mm-hmm. and a picture that they have six eyes. Um, so that's why we do it. And also it, it just kind of looks cool and it feeds into the whole psych can yeah. drawing eyes. Definitely. <laughs> um, so who would you say your main inspirations are for the PAs overall? Hmm. That's a good question. <laughs> um, uh, the OCs is a big one because we tend to sound like the OCs people say that we do. Um, uh, also like, but also, I mean, our, we all kind of bring our own influences in, um, but it's also like, I mean, we, we, there's kind of like a common thread among like the like, um, initially it was like stoner, Ish stuff so like Queen's mm-hmm. Stone Age or like Caius or something or um, Electric Wizard um, and then also like 
King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard and um, Neo Psych stuff like that. Um, also like old school punk, obviously mm-hmm. like Black Flag and stuff like that. Um, and then the latest record, Novo, I think kind of got like more prog. So more like King Crimson type stuff. You prog pretty hard on that one. Prog hard, yeah. <laughs> um, so you guys have played in Philly before. Um, how different is your scene in Massachusetts compared to the scene in Philly? Um, that's a good question. It's hard <laughs> to say because um, at the Haven, there was a, so many active participants, but uh that's that has a lot to say about the bands we played with because they are very good bands Mm -hmm. Um, and um the haven looks like a very well put together venue and um i don't know how common that is in philly because i never go there yeah (laughs) everywhere in philly is like the haven and i want to go back to philly yeah so the haven was your guys's first time ever playing in philly right yeah yeah okay how was what was it like playing at Goblin Night? Because I was there and it was absolutely insane. But um, I talked to the other bands from it and they were like, it's kind of a blur. We don't really remember like playing on stage. But I want to hear from like an outsider's perspective of not usually playing in Philly. Like, what was it like? Uh, well, we had been driving in the car for like six-ish hours, I think, right? Yeah. Going down. Um, so it was like... I know personally, like when I'm like driving the car and doing like very like uh, non-stimulating things, I like get excited and I get like antsy Mm -hmm. to play. So I think getting there and like having a full room of people who are like very excited was like a was like a really um, fulfilling feeling. Um, Mm -hmm. And just like the energy was crazy there. I mean, crazier than most shows we've played i think that was probably my favorite show i've played um just yeah like with any band probably i mean you i don't know <laughs> i don't see people crowd surfing outside that much yeah but to see crowd surfing in like a vent in like an apartment turned venue is crazy especially yeah. the extent that there was I think I counted eight crowd surfers during your set alone, which is wild. (laughs) I was just like, I've never seen this many crowd surfers at one show in my entire life, but it's insane. Um, But again, back to the lore. How do you guys write the lore and everything? Like, do you guys sit down and just kind of like storyboard and everything? Or is it just kind (laughs) of... Yeah. Yeah. I mostly do it, okay. I would say. Yeah. I kind of come to them. So I'll do like, I'll do like, I kind of develop it independently of them. But mm-hmm. like, I do bring ideas and like formulate the music and like try to drive it and to and derive meaning from the music that kind of inspires the lore. And then sometimes the lore will inspire the music. Um, all the lyrics, I, I think I u- mostly use the lore as like a means for generating lyrics that I like and um, like imagery that I like. So 
a lot of the lore um, is kind of written as like, um, yeah, it, it's mostly done by me, but I do like bring it to the band and ask them their opinions and they make like contributions and stuff. Mm-hmm. And now, Ellis, you do a lot of like the graphic design and everything. Do you do all of the artwork for all of the album covers and everything like that also? So yeah. it's just all like within you guys that you do all of it? Yeah, everything. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I've yeah, I, I've done all the I think it, I think I can say I've done all of the art for the PAs. Yeah. And have you done like a lot of the posters for your shows and stuff too? I've noticed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it depends. I, I always offer when we're like on a bill to do the flyer mm-hmm. for it, um, just because I like it and it's fun. Um, but yeah, yeah. So also a lot of the flyers, like that upcoming shows flyer that we did. I mean, a lot of stuff, all the singles and for art. Awesome. Um, so I also noticed that most of your shows, you guys are like shirtless. <laughs> do the shirts ever stay on during a set or like do you just always end up taking them off? The only time I took off my shirt was actually the the Haven show. Yeah. Because it was really hot in there. Yeah. Um, but mm-hmm. Joe and Ellis take their shirt off a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Depending on how sweaty it is. I think it's for comfort like for comfort more than anything else. Yeah, it is. It is mostly out of necessity, mm-hmm. <laughs> just because it does get very, very hot in like the basements and stuff. Yeah, because your um friend Sam, she takes photos for you guys, correct? Yeah. yeah, I met her at the Haven, and I was taking a video of you guys so I could like post it on my Instagram for this show, and um, it was like in the very beginning of the set. And she was like, you might want to wait. Like, it'll get better. <laughs> so then I got an even better video by waiting. And she was like, see, it's even better because now they're shirtless. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> oh, well, I guess you were right. I don't know. Um, but you also create all your merch, too. Do you guys have, like, a big screen printing area where you make all your T-shirts and stuff? Um, well, so I used to work at a screen printing shop in Salem, Massachusetts. Um, so whenever I have whenever we have like a good merch design and we've like ordered the blanks, um, I'll usually take it there and screen print at his shop, just like pay him for the ink, um, Mm. and just kind of do it out of, outside of the working hours. But in the past I have actually, actually, no, I don't have any of the screens here. Sorry. I just, um, I'm just moving into this apartment. Um, but, if I was fully moved in, I'd be able to show you like the old screens that we used to use because cool. some of them are still printed. Or That's burnt awesome. Um, so you've had two shows in Texas, correct? I think. Yeah. What is the farthest you've ever? Is that the farthest you've ever gone for a show? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've, where where would you guys like to end up going to play a show one day? Uh. We haven't played New York yet, which is kind of sad. Um, but but beyond that, probably LA. I want to play Japan. Japan would be cool. Yeah. Japan. Japan would be awesome. That I see would be touring, awesome. I see touring as like an excuse to just like go to a new place. You know, <laughs> they do really well in Japan. They we, they love all that black metal stuff. True. They do like, like noisy stuff. Yeah, they love noisy. Yeah. Um. So your first album 
was um, Feed Us. Was that a duo album? Like, was there only two of you that was on that? Because I saw in your Marblehead video, it was just two people. And I was wondering, like, how did the band start out as a duo and then gradually grow? Or Yeah, yeah. So actually, every record we've added, um, we've added a member. So the first record was just guitar, drums, and vocals. Um, and then the second record was we added a bass player. Um, and then the third record, we added a synth player. Um, I don't know if we plan on expanding outwards more. I don't think we I should add. I don't think we're going else. to. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 so I think, I think the first three records, we've just been kind of expanding. But yeah, we got to stay. We got to stay tight. Yeah, it's it's hard enough to schedule when you have four people. <laughs> True. Yeah. So what was the process of like expanding on it? How did you guys figure out you wanted to keep expanding? Um. Um. Because I think we, I think I wanted the ability to have more dynamics. The first record really depends on cymbals and guitar pedals to like really drive the dynamics mm -hmm. but every instrument you add allows you more space to do more intricate lines and stuff like that live especially live um so that was like a big driving factor um and also like yeah just tonally and dynamics wise it's just better um for us um there are obviously like groups that get super dynamic that are just duos like disaster artists or venus twins or something mm -hmm. um or like even lightning bolt um but yeah i just i just wanted the ability to like not be playing full chords all the time and like allow more like baseline intros and you kind of hear that in the second record yeah um what would you guys say is your favorite record that you have created so far i didn't join until the third record okay. until novo um and due to me performing on it and recording it and mixing it and and mastering it i don't really like listening to it anymore so i i really like bancroft um mm -hmm. that's I, that record sounds awesome to me um i really like the mix uh dan mcdonald did a great job true um shout out dan mcdonald i think he's doing our fourth record yeah we're we're going back to him to mix and record our fourth record yeah that's awesome <laughs> um my i think mine is having had a hand in all of the records i think probably my favorite is nova because it's just like yeah I, I think it's i think it's probably like the, the best like compositionally or at least the most advanced compositionally and that was um a lot of fun and i think it's still a lot of fun where do you guys usually record all your music where was Venus recorded um short answer is like a series of basements <laughs> um there is a there's a venue in lowell called the tip um that we recorded the first two records in um just diy and then the third record we recorded 
in uh, at Tango's. Which My is house. Brad and Joe. Actually, everyone else in the band lives there. Uh, we also have shows. Yeah, they throw shows there. Um, actually, friend, friend is playing a show there Friday. Yeah, friend and friends are playing tomorrow. I'm very, I'm very excited. Yeah, uh, that's gonna be banger. But yeah, and then the EP was recorded um, at the studios at Umuscle. What's the name of the studio? Uh, two thirteen and one fourteen. Two thirteen and one fourteen. Very, very nice studios. Um, yeah. Awesome. Um, so speaking of friend and disaster artists, um, I know that Ellis, you did some of friends merch for them. Uh, how did that come about? Um, well, it initially came about because friend reached out to us, um, about them and disaster artists booking a show in Massachusetts for like one of their tours. I think it was like last year or something. Um, so yeah we we had them out and um yeah opened up for them booked the spot and we really liked them and they really liked us um so a friendship between bands was formed um i think they i think we both kind of have like a like a draw towards like dungeons and dragons type Mm -hmm. stuff goblin core goblin core yeah (laughs) so um yeah i think that's probably why they reached out was because they knew that I was also into that stuff, so mm-hmm. kind of made- Do you guys like actively play um, Dungeons and Dragons and like no. Magic the Gathering or anything? I I I have played Magic the Magic the Gathering and Dungeons and Dragons, but mostly mostly I pull my stuff from like Lord of the Rings and like more like mm-hmm. uh, like um, yeah less participatory. Well, also video games, I guess. Yeah, yeah. We pull a lot. We pulled a lot from like dark schools and stuff. I want to pull more from religion too. Same. Um, I feel like a lot of it is is kind of not really, but um, I do want to make a Dungeons and Dragons campaign for the next record, though. True. Yeah, we've, been, cool. we've been talking about that for a while. That would. I think it would be easy to do. Yeah, it's a good idea. I think it's a good it idea. fits yeah <laughs> would you guys just like give it out for people to like use as a campaign for themselves since you don't really play or like yeah I, well i don't want to play it um, yeah <laughs> um i want to play dungeons and dragons it's just a, it's a big time commitment that's all yeah it is and if okay. you're having trouble scheduling with your band it'll be yeah. hard to schedule for that everyone i know is too busy yeah yeah um so you guys did a photo shoot by the ocean with um sam what prompted you guys to pick that um setting for that that's a good question (laughs) i'm glad you asked it because nobody has ever asked me um it it was actually inspired by um i I think it's a norwegian film um the seventh seal Mm. um it's a really great film if you haven't seen it um it takes place in like medieval europe and it's about the plague um and yeah i just i really like the imagery in it the shots are like really beautiful and it's all in black and white so i wanted to kind of pay homage to that yeah the shots are amazing like sam did amazing with those pictures um it reminded me a lot of the movie the lighthouse i don't know if you've ever seen that but that's what i like 
Yeah. Yeah, that's what I immediately thought of. And I was like, I wonder if that's like what they were going for. <laughs> like, I don't know. But you weren't. You were going for something else. <laughs> so, um, so you guys also have cassettes for all or a lot of your records. Um, do you make them yourself or do you get an outside uh person to do that for you? I have made them for the band, like I have duped before. Um for Bancroft's Castle, we did, um, well, someone just reached out to us um, asking us if we wanted to do like a split. So they run like a tape only label, mm-hmm. um, I think out of Ohio. Um, yeah, and their deal was like, we'll, um, we'll buy all the cassettes and dupe all of them. Um, and the deal is like, we'll give you 25 of them to sell for yourself as like merch, and then we'll sell the rest of them ourselves and we'll like keep doing that. So that's where the, that's where the cassettes for Bancroft's Castle came from. Um, we haven't made cassettes for Novo yet. I, I'm planning on doing that soon. I think I'll probably have that before the next show. Cool. Yeah. That's exciting. (laughs) Now is your next show in Rhode Island or do you have ones before them? that one i don't know let me check <laughs> our next show is i have pa's question mark on may 5th Hold on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sorry um, well we have gansett fest on may 27th we're playing sure. in new jersey on may 13th maybe with twins and ponds i'm hoping no way um, I, that's something we tried to book today. Yeah. Yeah. My friend uh, Gabby is putting that together with you guys. So. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> she's a what like. Um, Jersey show scene. Jersey show scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. Very excited. If I really want to go to that show, if you guys end up being on that bill. <laughs> we are. Um, we are. We yeah. Not confirmed today. Perfect. Oh. Yay. <laughs> awesome. Excited. Yeah. Because I at Goblin Night, that was the first time I've ever even heard of you guys. And I my jaw was to the floor. Like, I absolutely loved you guys. And everyone around me was like, oh, my God. Like, we only paid $15 for this. This is insane. But we definitely want you to come back as soon as possible. <laughs> um, but I did want to ask what your favorite venue you guys have played at so far anywhere doesn't have to be a specific area. That's a good question. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a tough one. <laughs> I want to say the Haven. I can't think of anything better. Um, the, the spot we played in, um, the co-op in Austin, they oh, had like, yeah. some really cool like art on the walls. Yeah, the co-op was that was a really nice like spot, and the, yeah. they had, they were recording the show and stuff, and they had really nice, um, really nice people. True. Um, I don't know. Uh, I mean, playing on playing on East Campus was pretty dope. I didn't play that show. Oh, that's I true. wasn't I wasn't in the band yet. Yeah, forgot about that. Dang. That was a good show though. Um, um like it, on on the turf yeah yeah we we played a show on uml's east campus on the turf like there's like a big turf field and they like put a little stage and stuff um that's cool. yeah that was a lot of fun and it was like a 
it was like a hardcore bill so like there were a bunch of like hardcore bands that were like watching like crazy like they did <laughs> circle pit and stuff oh geez <laughs> it was cool um if you had to choose like a band that you really want to play with whether you've played with them already or you haven't like who would it be um, they could be famous <laughs> if you want. Realistic famous. Um, do both. <laughs> hmm. What do you got? Jeez, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Um, realistic? I'd like to, I'd love to be on a bill with Wand. Mm. Wand is a band from I think LA. Um, they're also like Ty Siegel's like backing band, basically. Um, mm. They're really good. They're crazy good. I think being on a bill with them would be pretty cool. Realistically, I want to play with them airs because um, we haven't done that. True. Yet. I'm surprised that we haven't. Their their new EP is like really good too. I listen to that shit like every day. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, but. Shout out Ben Mayor's Connecticut. Yeah. Um I I would like to open for the OCs. Um True. We almost did. <laughs> there yeah. is a really yeah, yeah. There was there was a moment in time where we were like being considered for it during for wow. their upcoming tour as like their um as like an opener for their Boston show, but I think they're just gonna go with like a uh, like one opener for their entire tour, which is tough. We just have to make friends with John Dwyer, and then true. We maybe we just have to Facebook message him every day. <laughs> I, I feel like we have to write him like letters. Letters. <laughs> send, send a raven. Yeah. I feel like we have to send a raven. <laughs> well, how were you guys all um like considered for it? How did that come about? I don't know. I just emailed their um their their booking agent, um, Michelle Panache. Yeah. Yeah, I just emailed her and asked her if they were looking for an open slot and kind of shot by shot. And she was like, yeah, um, we're still thinking about it. I'll get back to you. And then um, she said that they already had a, that I think John had already decided on the touring band. So Dang. Yeah. next time for sure. <laughs> yeah. That would have been so awesome. Um, so I saw, I like, went through your tags and there was a show for your drummer's birthday um did you guys plan that joe wait joe tella no no it was joe's birthday it was the um Oktoberfest. no before <laughs> that it was the year before that wait, oh, so there was multiple shows for joe <laughs> yeah, no, there's a lot of shows for joe it just works yeah um, uh well, there were, that was, yeah, it was Joe's birthday. It was with uh, Red Ledger and... Uh, was that the cross-dressing show that Burt played? I think so. Was it Burt and Red Ledger and the PAs? I think so. Uh, I might have been doing sound that night. I don't really remember. That I was, think that's probably true. That felt like ages ago. That was like two or three years ago. Yeah, I think that was like... Well, I, that must have been like a year ago, right? I don't know. Like a year and a half ago, I think. Yes. Yeah, we did play Joe's birthday. Joe Joe always, well, for the past two years, Joe has put on the birthday show at their spot, Tango's in Lowell. That's, that's what Joe Chella is tomorrow. <laughs> Joe yeah. Chella. 
So does he just like make these shows and then call them like his name? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Typically, he's like played in a band on them. Yeah. Um, but not this time because he booked three bands that he isn't in. <laughs> Very cool. Um. Did you? So you guys have played with Red Ledger a lot. Um. Have you? Are they like one of your favorites to play with or? Who is your favorite band that you've played with? Um, I mean, I think we've happened to play with Red Ledger a lot. Yeah, uh, we like them; they're cool. Um, I don't know if they're—I don't know if they'd be like our favorite band that we've played with, especially mm-hmm. when you consider like Venus Twins or like Disaster Artists or Friend or uh, yeah, that those are probably the ones that we're like most hyped to be on bills with. Those are our, those are my three bands I think of where um, they sound a lot, they have very similar energy to us and they sound a lot like us. Um, yeah. Yep. Agree. <laughs> um, you guys have played with Pawns a couple of times too, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. Did you play with uh, Boys Cruise like a while ago? or? No, we played oh. We played with Pawns at a uh, Oh yeah, that show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, uh, hopefully we'll play with them on the thirteenth. Yeah. <laughs> We've had a lot of peripheral shows planned with them that just never really pan out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we we also have a show coming up on June fourth with Ponds. Oh yeah, where's that? At? It's gonna be at Lynch Lynch Skate Park. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, that one. Yeah. Um, you guys did have a Novo release show. How did that show go for you guys? We didn't play the best. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it was it was good. It was fun. Um, I think the energy was there. It yeah, was we, just... we all of our homies were there. Um, <laughs> it was a good time. Yeah. I think we were really nervous, and we had also been kind of, like, obsessing over this record for the past, like, month and a half and mm-hmm. rehearsing it and mixing it and mastering it and like you know going through masters on masters on masters on masters oh, so- <laughs> yeah what would you say the process for that album was um we recorded it did we set a release date before we recorded it or was that after we recorded it i think i think we had it before we recorded it um because it's it's pa season Oh, yeah. We always, for the past (laughs) two records, we've released um, the Friday before Halloween. Mm -hmm. Um, I think we're going to continue to do that. I don't know why not. Yeah, we could keep that up. Um, Yeah. Um, The the process is like writing and trying stuff out live, seeing what works and what doesn't, Um, and just like revising, writing, revising. Um, for the last record, we didn't really make demos. Um, like we recorded phone like demos just on our voice memos and listened back to them um, and worked stuff out um, with the different, especially with how like complicated it was. Um, mm-hmm. Making making sure we got all the forms down, um, and then we went to record, which was also. Um, at Tango's. Yeah, it was just in our basement. We just we recorded drums um, and then just tracked everything over it. Um, and then 
And then we already had a release date, so we mixed it as fast as we could um, in the Studio 213 in uh, the university, which was very nice because having real speakers is like a big deal. Um, and then we mastered it in the same room um, and uh, debated a lot on what it should sound like. Um, and then put it on DistroKid like a week and a half later than we wanted to. And then it came out. Awesome. Well, it's a great record. I love it so much. <laughs> um, but there's also, you guys are a part of Cursa Records. I think yep. I'm pronouncing that correctly, but it's with um, Tisk Tisk Task also. Um, are you guys like the creators of that or is that a separate thing? That's mostly just like a name I put on projects that mm-hmm. I'm associated with. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, I I try to like offer to put out band stuff that I really like, um, especially if it's like, you know, I, I feel like not a lot of dignity is given to like local musicians mm-hmm. there's sort of like something that people think when they hear local before musician or local before band that kind of like puts us on a lower level than like a lot of the bigger bands um so the kind of kind of the goal of cursa is to like you know make really good records and like give dignity to the, the scene because like a lot of the barriers are like the costs of recording mm-hmm. are to get like a really good recording it costs a lot of money and people are willing to devote a lot of time into it and um not a lot of local bands get that so um if i have the skills and i have the connections i'd usually more than willing to if i really like the band that's very nice. Um, are you guys, are any of you a part of separate bands? I know um, Burp is one of the bands that one of you guys are a part of. Um, but is there any other, yeah. <laughs> is there any other bands that um, you guys are a part of or like associate with or anything like that? Um, you go first. Yeah, I'm, I'm in a black metal and noise band called um, Music. Um, it's like music CK. Um, yeah, um, that's the only band that I'm in right now. The only other band. Um, um, I am, I play drums in a band with the Joe, the drummer of the PAs, um, and Leo, the bassist of Burp. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and, uh, we all play. Or Leo, the, the lead singer at Bert, um, and we uh, just all play our not main instruments for fun and then clear out bars, um, but it's fun. That's awesome. Um, do you have, like, shows for your other bands, too, that might mesh with the PAs? Like, how do you balance them both? Um, my other band is, like, a joke band, so yeah. I'm not <laughs> about it, but... Um, Music and the PAs have been on bills together. Also, like our keyboardist, our new keyboardist Ian, um, is in a band called Sludge, <laughs> which is 
just possibly the most punk band that I've ever heard. Yeah, probably. Wait, are we allowed to swear? Um, keep it at a minimum, but you can. <laughs> okay, they they don't care about anything. They they're like they've put out some <laughs> records. So like they put out seventeen records in the past year. In the past, yeah, in the past two semesters. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Um. Yeah, they're just they're crazy. Um. The sheer volume. <laughs> the, <laughs> they really don't care about really anything. Like they'll they'll put out like well recorded produced stuff along with like iPhone recording albums. Like, for example, they they recently put out a record of Irish folk song covers. Oh. Like on acoustic instruments. Um, and then the following record was Sludgeopolis, which was like a tribute to Electric Wizard. Oh, wow. Um, but we've been on bills with them before. They're very exciting. Yeah, they're very exciting. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is it like playing um, for two bands in one set? Tiring. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Um, how do you guys uh, prepare for a show? Uh, uh, we rehearse a lot. Yeah. Sure. Um, well, uh, we rehearse more consistently than um probably any other band I've been in. Um, which is good. Except we missed the past two weeks. True. We were supposed to be rehearsing right now. Unbelievable. Oh, that's my fault. <laughs> no, no, it's not your fault. It's Joe's fault, dude. Yeah. Joe, Joe, dude. Um. Yeah, I I think the answer is probably more boring than you would think it would be. We don't really yeah. like pre-show rituals or anything. I like mm-hmm. to I like to write out the set list like really nicely, like on pieces of paper. That's kind of my pre-show ritual. I have one. Yeah. Thank you. Um, it's awesome. So if you go to a PA show, get a set list because they're really cool. <laughs> but um, uh, what else do I have? Oh, um, do you play? in like your medieval kind of like outfits a lot or is it just like i know there's a show you had at the raven where you had like the um chain shirt and the cape does that come out often or was that just like a one-time thing <laughs> uh i have we should bring it out more we haven't done it like at all um the chain mail um our friend made it uh it got really sweaty and smelly, and uh, there's no way to get the the stink out of it. So that kind of is out of the Yeah. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> I think he got it. I think he said it's good now. Is it good now? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Um, That's good. I do feel bad about that. Shout out to Caleb for making yeah. the train it. But Caleb, our friends Caleb and Will have a bunch of, they go to like ranch fairs all the time and stuff. So um, I might we could source a bunch of stuff from them um, for sure because that that would be fun i feel like it's always entertaining if the performers are like in a costume mm-hmm. yeah i always think of guar even though we're not nearly that extreme um <laughs> but like not even close but guar is like it's all performance um true and I, everyone loves them because of that well like even like subtle things like like wearing like the white stripes and their like whole color thing. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's the subtle things that stand out the most. I mean, the eyes are already like perfect. <laughs> like you, you don't really don't have to go any further than that. Um, but where would you like to take the PAs, and like how far would you like to go with this project? To the to the damn moon. <laughs> um, I don't know. Uh, I don't really want to get like too big because I feel like. I feel like if we get too big, then that's kind of like admitting some sort of defeat or something. Mm-hmm. Like, if we ever get to the point where we're like, you know, headlining Coachella or something, that would kind of mean that we've done something wrong. Mm-hmm. I think, like, I don't think our music is capable of being that popular, but like, I, I'd, I'd really like to be able to go on like an international tour. I want. Mm-hmm the band to be like a vehicle for seeing the world. Yeah, yeah. that would be awesome. Um, yeah, that's like all the questions I had for you guys. Um, but it was really nice talking to you. Thank you for doing this. Um, but, oh, I can ask you, like, did you have an idea of what you wanted to do when you started the band? Like, was it just for fun or did you want to did you know like where you wanted to take it from the beginning? Um, from the beginning, beginning, um, I don't think I did. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just my friend and I like. It was well. Also, it was like in the middle of COVID, and we were both like working and feeling like we were going insane. Yeah, so it was really just like something to do, you know. So. Um, yeah, I think having goals kind of came after. Yeah. People started taking this ser- more seriously than we did. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I, I would say no, we didn't have um, that much intent when we started. Well, um, I'll give you this time to plug any shows you have coming up and anything in the future that's coming up for the PAs, but. Go ahead. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Um, you can follow us on Instagram at uh, T H E underscore P seven A A A A A S. So that's P seven A's S. Or you can just Google search, or I mean, uh, in the Instagram search bar, the P A's um, will pop up. Um, stream our EP Halberd that just came out, what, last month? Yeah. Yep. So go ahead and do that. Um, also, we have shows coming up in New Jersey and in Rhode Island. Um, I think we we definitely have more shows than that. We have some in June. True. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Um, we got Connecticut on June 17th. Um, and we're trying to get a spot in New York City on June 23rd. Um, yeah, that's what we got. Thanks for Very having me. Exciting, of course. Um, thank you guys for doing this again. Um, good luck with everything. But um, for the listeners, um, make sure you check out the PAs and follow them on Instagram and everything like that. And in the meantime, make sure you stay groovy.